This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, here we go. Just ahead of uh, discussing the math curriculum in the province because it's been another condemnation of it uh insofar as the scores for grade six students are concerned uh not good and uh it's five years of decline now so it looks like the experience or the experiment rather with discovery math is a failed one and so back to basics whether you support that or no we'll find out in a moment however on another matter where uh, i think there's a lot of consternation has to do with the mobile app that folks were using with air canada about 100 uh, 1.7 million customers using it but 20,000 of the users may have been affected by a data breach according to the airline saying it noticed unusual login activity between august 22nd and 24th and immediately took action this information may contain things uh, such as passport and nexus card numbers gender birth date nationality credit card numbers ugh Another mess, another data breach, and uh, why this continues to happen. Let's find out. Ann Kavukian is a three-term privacy commissioner in the province and right now is at the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University. Ann, good to have you back on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. John, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, you know, Ann, every time we talk, it seems oh. it's in the <laughs> aftermath of a data <laughs> breach announcement. Uh, what's going on? Why so many data breaches? Oh, and I hate to start with a groan, but it is ridiculous. It's appalling. This could have been completely avoided. That's what just disturbs me, John. Air Canada, a large company, it's not like it's a small, medium-sized enterprise, large company, surely they would know how vital securing the data, the personal data you have on your customers, on your passengers, how important that is. Did they do that? No, no. The only thing they encrypted is uh, credit card information. Good. I'm glad they encrypted that. But given that they know how to encrypt, which of course they would, why wouldn't they encrypt other very sensitive information at rest, like your passport, your Nexus card, date of birth, nationality? It goes on and on. It is appalling. Well, can you answer your own question? Because I can't. Why wouldn't they? It seems like it just makes common sense. It's, it's complete over... I, I don't even know how to... I, I don't have an excuse for it, because it is so obvious that this type of very sensitive information must be protected. I mean, when you think of the massive explosion of identity theft cases, and identity theft is the fastest growing form of consumer fraud, and it's based on things like this, where hackers go into sites, and if the site is protected, strongly protected, encrypted or otherwise, it's not an easy target, so they drop it and they go somewhere else. This was an easy target because it wasn't protected. That's what is outrageous about this. Well, what it also does is continue, and because, you know, we talk, again, as I said, in the aftermath of these data breach stories, which are all too frequent, it uh, fosters a sense of insecurity that your information is never really uh, impregnable. Absolutely. And I don't blame people. Um, for, for I use Air Canada, but fortunately I don't use the mobile app, thank God. But that's what is so unfortunate about this, is the people using the app wouldn't have any idea that their information was at risk or that it wouldn't be strongly protected because it's Air Canada, a big company, you would expect that level of protection. And they're not getting it. So what I want to ask people who have this mobile app to do 
is to be very careful to review everything in terms of potential credit card expenses and any areas where your passport or Nexus card could be compromised, whatever. Identity theft is serious, and it can be crippling. Well, they say you've, uh, since uh, about 1.7 million customers have been locked out of their accounts until uh, they update their pass- passwords, but <sighs> the inconvenience of doing that kind of thing and uh, also the insecurity, as I say, that it fosters... Yeah. You know, I just wonder if there are certain consequences and somebody uh, does steal your identity because of this breach, oh. if you dial it back into that, can it hold? Uh, can you hold the company responsible? I'm sure there will be lawsuits, and uh, the direction that data breaches are taking, they're not just lawsuits, they're class action lawsuits with large numbers of people saying, why wasn't this data protected? If, if you had told me that you're going to have this information and you're not going to secure it, I wouldn't be using this app. That is, I think, the response you would get from most people. Well, you know, it's a, an interesting sort of a, a trade-off. People believe that, you know, there is a security uh, responsibility at the other end, and they take that as an article of faith, and they seed their yes. information, their private information. And you're also now, I see, where uh, big companies, the big techos, are even pressuring people to give their private information over. Yes. Uh, and that is, you know, in light of how poor the security is uh, associated with this, they have absolutely no right to do that. And the other thing, there was a study that came out um, just just earlier this week. It said that 94% of Canadian companies collect all this kind of personal information now, identifiable personal information, names, phone numbers, email addresses, you know, in this case, passports, Nexus cards, my God. If you are going to collect that kind of very sensitive personal information, you have an obligation to secure it very strongly. Otherwise, don't collect it. You shouldn't have this kind of data at rest just sitting there for anyone to dip into. And that's what companies have to understand. I also read another article that was talking about the survey of senior executives, CEOs, and boards of directors, and they were saying they didn't really want to invest in security because they didn't think there would be, you know, significant returns on that. Are you kidding me? The return is that you're not going to be dragged into court when you have a data breach and have a class action lawsuit. The the benefit is going to be to your customers. That's why we've got to get this thinking to change. Again, with Ann Kavukian, three-term privacy commissioner here in the province. You know, Anne, for a lot of people, the perception is there is no such thing as privacy any longer. As much as we might even try to maintain that, uh, it's kind of a... It's like shoveling sand against the tide. John, let me change that view, because in, in fact, privacy is beginning to grow slowly. In the European Union, just in May of this year, a new law was passed called the General Data Protection Regulation, the GDPR. And it's a big deal, because countries all around the world want to comply with it so that they can engage in trade and cha- exchange in data with the EU without repercussion. And for the first time, this new EU law has my privacy by design in it, and privacy as the default. This is something I developed years ago. It's now actually included in the law, which raises the bar dramatically on privacy and data protection. So I just give that to you as a glimmer of hope. Our laws here are going to be upgraded, I think, by the end of the year so that we can be considered to be adequate to this new EU law. Companies are coming to me asking for privacy by design certification, which I'm now offering, so that they can show that they're offering high levels of privacy. So don't give up on it. We 
privacy is essential to freedom. You cannot have freedom without a foundation of privacy. We have to have this. And I appreciate that. But uh, as people are increasingly engaging in technology and new modes of it, they seem to be ceding their privacy. Look, Alexa, uh, there was yes. a story recently. Yes. Could be open-ended <laughs> listening. I mean, so. Do not use Alexa. <laughs> Connected devices. See, it, the problem with these, the I, IoT, Internet of Things, and connected devices is it's like the Wild West. It's running out the door so fast, it doesn't have any privacy or security embedded into it. So once we do start embedding this into the design of these devices, then we'll be in a much better place. And that's coming. But unfortunately, we have to go through these hurdles first. It's like a chess game, point, counterpoint. But we can't give up. You don't give up on freedom. You don't give up on privacy. All right. Well, the brave new world we're embracing <laughs> does come uh, with its hoops and hurdles and all those other pitfalls. And it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the update on that. I'm sure uh, we'll speak again real soon uh, in the advent of another <laughs> data breach. All right. <laughs> Thank you, John. My pleasure. All right. You take care. Okay. Bye-bye. And Kavukian, three-term privacy commissioner now at Privacy by Design, the Center of Excellence at the Ryerson University. All right. So we've covered off that. But, you know, uh, there are some things that are moving at the speed of light, and a lot of times uh, our laws can't really keep up with them or people, you know, just disregard uh, that there might be some pitfalls along the way. And then there are some who believe that a return to a previous time, basics and fundamentals, is the more important route to take. When it comes to mathematics in the province, that's certainly the position of the Doug Ford government. They've announced that today. We'll share that with you, and uh, we'll share some of your thoughts as well, whether or not you think they're going in the right direction. In a moment here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto.